monster is a mirror. And when we look at him, we look into our own hidden faces, meditate on this at second level. second level no Listening to movie sucktastic. Go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Doing it live. And we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. You tell him, Bill. What's up? Uh oh. Hi. I I mean, I could see your video just fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. Skipping like like I'm like I'm on um. In in um Jacob's ladder. 
Oh. On my screen, so I'll just Sweet. stop looking at my screen. All uh, right. It's fine on my end. Show me what you got. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there there are like there's like half a dozen Rick and Morty episodes in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, or there's a there's half a dozen Zardoz things in Rick and Morty. <laughs> A little from column A, a little from column B. There you go. No! Uh, welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Uh, this week we are re- reviewing the 1974 classic Zardoz. Which I've never seen before. Me neither. And I always put it off. This was the excuse. And uh, the little lady actually sat in with me on this one, too. Oh, boy. This movie did not disappoint. Mm. <laughs> no! Oh. I was glued to my screen. No, I will not. I will not go to second level with you. No. <laughs> I actually, uh, I didn't feel like watching this on the TV. I just felt like sitting. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like sitting in bed. So got my earbuds, plugged in my phone, uh, logged in the Plex, and I watched it that way. And I must have dozed off. For just like a minute or two. And I woke <laughs> up to that scene. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I hate all women. It's like, I was like, what? I hate fertility. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I, I used that to, that clip to open the show. <laughs> we might get banned from YouTube for it. And I'll have to fight it. But it'll be worth it. It is only two minutes long. So. Oh. I, I'm Man. sure our, the video will be taken down, but it's okay. I'll fight it. Uh, if for a two-minute is... clip, they better get their you know get their heads out of their ass. Oh. So this this movie is uh, written, produced, and directed by John Borman. John Borman, who's his his film record for the most part is pretty good. <laughs> it's not stellar by any means. Probably the best thing he ever made. As far as what got recognition is uh, the film Hope and Glory, which came out in 1987. Oh, let's not forget Deliverance and Excalibur. Yeah, but Hope and Glory, that, that is true. But Hope and Glory got nominated for Best Picture and Director and right. I mean, yeah. it got the whole shebang as far as like high right. quality movie. Be- between those three films, which one is least likely to be recognized when you mention the name? Oh, Zardoz. No, hope and glory. I'm saying out of those. Oh, three oh, oh, of those. Yes, of course. It's hope and glory. Yeah. So, Even the Emerald Forest is more widely known. He, I remember the Emerald Forest. I don't remember hope and glory. I've never seen hope and glory. I've seen the Emerald Forest about twelve times. Which, I will be sorely disappointed if that's not a movie challenge going forward into the '80s. <laughs> Come on, Powers Booth, man, searching for his kid. Oh man, it's craziness. So, so uh, yeah, Zardoz. <laughs> it's fucking uh, Zardoz. Yep, Zardoz. I hate you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this was my challenge to you. You had challenged me to. Um, yeah. Uh, blah blah blah. I, I remember what we watched before this. Every like everything before this is wiped from my memory. Yeah, um, I have it. It's right in front of me, so I can get it. I, I'm living a Zardoz life. I should know uh, we it. We did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right. We did Texas right. Chainsaw Massacre. Then I said, let's follow it up with Sean Connery and a red bib, uh, red over, uh, red uh, diaper. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful idea. Yeah. Yep. 
lots of nudity in here. I'm disappointed that there were no soapy boobies uh, I, in, in our know, slideshow. I, I, I debated doing the soap, and I was like, eh, I don't think we need it. We yeah. need it. We always need it. Just throw it in there. It's now, needed. One thing I, one thing I wish I I gotten in my slideshow because I I didn't look online for photos. I just went through the film and took snapshots of all my favorite scenes. I actually um, went online, so this this slideshow is extremely large. <laughs> so the slides are actually changing at around ten seconds instead of our normal thirty to forty five seconds. Um, there's like two hundred and fifty slides in here because I went and grabbed like a hundred slides myself. There's so and, much, and then to grab, dude. Yeah, and then Scott uh, went and did a slideshow of the actual film. So what you're seeing in the first part of this review is the slides in its actual uh, pacing format. Uh, Scott Vision. Uh, Scott Vision. So, and I was actually, I had a conversation with Scott. I says, you know, there's got to be software that can just do this shit for us. Where it's just like, we could have three, four hundred frames and it would be like playing the film but in slideshow form. You know, I, I like going through the film and taking screenshots of my favorite moments. Otherwise, you wouldn't get like the, uh, I will not, like roll the back of the eyes in the well, head and, true yeah i mean i mean I, I got i got the choice moments except for the soapy boobies yes yes yeah well i grabbed some boobies for the slideshow because you know there's there's plenty of boobies in here come on got to always have a little bit of boobies i need what do you need the i need the paperback nos novelization of zardoz now this wasn't I an, can't even... this wasn't this was written by john borman it wasn't a novel first Correct. So, yeah, okay. it was it was it was uh, it was adapted. It was novelized. What do you think There's you gain novel from uh, the novelization, though? You think you get more, a little bit more, or it's always interesting. Again, I mean, I I, I went in length when we did RoboCop about the RoboCop differences, and right. it's always interesting what gets added mm -hmm. with the uh, what um, they the author like tries to fill in the blanks of. Uh, sometimes they go off the script instead of the film. Usually they go off the scripts. So sometimes you'll get stuff in the book that w didn't never made it into the film. Oh, oh, I see. And you know, depending on what the setup was, but uh, the the paperbacks going for anywhere from uh, nine, ten to forty dollars. So Jesus, and it's not available on Kindle. God damn it, that's not cool. But uh, anyway, Zardoz. What about in all the other uh, usual places? Oh, I haven't looked. I haven't had a chance. Oh, okay, uh, I mean, you but, might get um, lucky there. I might, I might be able to snag like a secondhand copy. Uh, but anyway, Zardoz. Zardoz, no. Zardoz, uh, th this this lovely science fiction um, uh, travesty takes place in the year 2239, Yeah, I believe. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> yes, we we're introduced. Uh, we are introduced to a, a future where a giant stone head floats through the sky, tells a bunch of savages that the uh, um, the uh, penis is bad. The gun is good. The gun is good. The penis is evil. Zardoz has spoken. Zardoz, yeah. <laughs> and then um, spits up and then spits up guns and ammunition for the uh, the red coated uh, um, uh, exterminators. Exterminators to, yes. to track down the, the uh, brutals. The, the brutals. Yep. Now There's a lot of class division. It's a British film, so of course there's a lot of British, Irish. It's filmed in Ireland, but I mean John Borman is British. A little from column A, uh, but there's a lot of class division. 
yeah. in here. Now, John Borman initially wanted to set this movie only five years into the future, so it would have been set around 1977, 78, 79, right. in that range. And he was talked out of it, and then it was set in the year almost 2300, like 2293. Now, you say talked out of it, uh, what, but what I read was that he went to America and visited a lot of like the uh, hippie communes in the 70s. Yeah. And uh, after experiencing a lot of their, what he thought felt were very sterile, um, and after all of that, based on what he experienced there, he decided to move it further in the future. Yet the the clothes the women are wearing are, I, I actually was watching a little bit of this with Mare, and, she, and I was like, check out what they're wearing. Like, like look at that. She goes, oh yeah, that was hugely popular in the 70s. Oh, sure. Because I mean, Mare is a hippie at heart, so she know, she recognized it immediately. She's like, oh, yeah, that was huge in the 70s. The men wear it, too. <laughs> oh, the, the men wear it. I asked my wife, so how come the, the men are showing more cleavage than the women? Because this is confusing me. <laughs> and not in a fun way. No, I'm, no, I'm, just, I'm confused. There's that one <laughs> when, uh, when Friend, my Friend. favorite character, basically Sean Connery teams up with Paul McCartney. <laughs> Uh, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's hang not on, the on. first time I heard that. I, I I actually read that a few times. Did like, you? Paul McCartney's performance in this is amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, what I. It's not just me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. But, uh, Sean, so so we reaches the floating head. It says, uh, you know, uh, guns are good. Penis is evil. It spits out guns, and then we cut to you know. Here's the first the first flaw in this film is that the next time we see the floating head. It's supposed to be later in time, but we don't know that. No. And it's actually very—it's it's actually a stretch of the imagination until later when they actually explain to you that yeah, there was there was a passage of time between that scene and what we saw. Yeah, and the reason why the opening of the film has the floating head, which is done very poorly, but the floating I, the. Well, you didn't like the floating head? No, I thought the special effects for the floating head were done poorly. All right, the one shot, the green screen's a little off. But I thought, dude, the... it's completely sharp at the end. I mean, right, like the, when the floating head is not like like on the land, when it's just in the sky, I thought it was phenomenal. Not that I'm talking about Zardoz's floating head, the guy that's actually speaking. Oh, that one! Oh, that little thing. Uh, that the actual video. floating head for <laughs> for the time period, I thought was extremely well done. Or that first shot comes up, my wife says immediately, I want that screensaver. <laughs> Just floating around <laughs> your screen. Hits the kind of like the old DVD logo where it would hit the corner and then start moving. Yeah. Hit the top, go down to the bottom, bottom to the top, left to the right. Is God in show business too? Yeah. The browser. <laughs> no, I'm talking about him. No, the, the actual Zardoz statue floating in the sky was done so well, I was actually surprised by it. I'm like, wow, this thing isn't like shaking or it's uh, you don't see it kind of vibrate around or anything like that. It was like it was done very well and very smooth. I was actually mm -hmm. impressed by it. No, yeah. uh, the Zardoz's head, the Arthur. actual Arthur, correct? Arthur Frailing, I think. Yeah, also known as Zardoz. Zardoz. Um, he the reason why he opens the film is because when it was test screen nobody knew what the fuck was going on so john borman added that at the last minute to try and answer some questions or give you some information so that while you watch the film it would be less confusing okay i also have another take on this okay i believe it wasn't to make it less confusing because it, it doesn't it, it um, really doesn't i feel like it was put in it was the beginning was to kind of 
convince the audience that this film wasn't as serious as it starts out as, and that there's levity and humor in the film. <laughs> yeah. So. That character, I, that guy, later on in the film, when he's when they have the reveal, and he like throws the the uh, the mat or the the face mask or whatever the the shawl that's covering his face, and he flips it back. And no. could you get more ham faced? <laughs> now, but, now to be fair, he is an immortal, and apparently the only uh, the only person in this uh, this whole this like commune that is interested in any kind of theater. So <laughs> give him that. He's 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 self taught. Totally, totally. Yeah, draws, but that's uh, draws on his face um, with a sharpie. It's cool. Uh huh. <sighs> so. I don't know how Sean Connery, he must like science fiction, because this isn't the only science fiction film he's done. Actually, I think he just likes money. Uh, I read that he was actually having <laughs> trouble. No, I'm dead serious. I think he was he was having trouble getting work after Diamonds Are Forever. Really? Yeah. I find that, I, I mean, mean, like, was he typecasted into James Bond and... I think it's part of that. Might be it. Also, might be bad. That it also might be that he's really not a good actor. No, no, no. I, I mean, let's be fair. Seriously. Now, you, you, you know what? Just, just to underline that. Did you see who originally was uh, approached for the role? Was it Burt Reynolds? I'm just Burt guessing. Reynolds. Okay. That yeah, makes Bert. that makes sense because John Borman did Deliverance with Burt Reynolds uh, previously. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, right. and Sean Connery is doing his best Burt Reynolds. I mean, he right. even has the the fucking mustache. And Burt was only unavailable because he was sick or something or some kind of illness. Uh, so, uh, I, I guess he said, "All right, just give me somebody else that wears a mustache well." <laughs> and uh, Sean came up. Well, yeah, so he, Sean, Sean did this film for two hundred thousand dollars. Oh shit. Uh, and the budget was under two million, so yeah, I actually have the the wiki page up. And the budget for this was one point five seven million, so right, pretty cheap. Now yeah, I, I I even read that, that Sean Connery negotiated it where uh, the, he was paid out the what they budgeted for a driver for him if he drove himself instead. Oh, really? Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Sean needed the cash. That's craziness. Well, here's the thing with Burt Reynolds. You would have had a much higher budget uh, if Burt Reynolds had done the film because during this time period, Burt Reynolds, I think he made he a movie. He, he, his movies were number one at the box office for like four or five straight years. Like Deliverance and Smokey and the Bandit and Cannonball. Like all of these movies were... They were like number one highest grossing films of the years that they were released. And I'm sure John Borman would have loved to have Burt Reynolds because I imagine this movie would have made a lot more money. Yeah, probably. You know, this movie, what did it make? It only made it only made one point eight million. That is just that is nothing. Oh, uh, by, by the way, and I'm glad I didn't put any of this. I hope you didn't put any of this in your slideshow, but apparently there are a lot of people out there who have gone to conventions cosplaying uh, Sean Connery from this film. I have one picture of a person in cosplay is Sean Connery. And and none of them should be cosplaying Sean Connery from this film. Uh, no, no, no. Nobody should be. Sean Connery should not be cosplaying Sean Connery from this film. <laughs> oh, but his name. Oh, sorry. Sean Connery's character's name in the film is Zed. Zed. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, so we had the floating head of Arthur Frailing, who uh, kind of breaks the fourth wall, so to speak. Uh, the, again, Stonehead, penis is bad, guns are good. Uh, we find out after this head takes off that Sean Connery has stowed, a, stowed away on it. Yeah. Right, now since we don't know at the moment that... Uh, that something something has changed between that introduction to Zardoz and now we don't know why there are giant baskets full of what looks looks like either uh, potatoes or dinner rolls yeah. uh, in green, the green no but, less right and something that's never explained anywhere else in the film why there are um, shrink wrapped freeze dried humans on in the head as well that is correct it just they never explain it it's Throughout the movie, mostly they they're the, they're they females. They yeah. explained it, yeah, but they don't explain the shrink wrap women. Yeah, it, it's they're, and and they're I, all nude underneath the shrink wrap. I got a feeling them. that's just something Arthur was doing on the side that had nothing to do with the plot. Yeah, it says oh by the way, did you know I shrink wrap people? <laughs> they are delicious. Mm. And oh my god, there's there's a uh, there's like a Funko Pop doll of him. Is it really? Of Zed, yes. Oh, I need that. I need that. Fucking A, I need that. Sorry, I'm kind of like looking while we're doing this. But, uh, so Pop. Right, so he stows away in the head, which is floating, and uh, he hides in some grain, and then he shoots Arthur. Yeah, shoots Oops. Arthur. And Arthur, Arthur floats out of the head. Yeah. Which... You don't even find out that that happens until later. Well, you see him leave the head. Yeah. Instead of just like dropping, he floats out. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so he can fly, or yeah. What are you doing here? But you find out that he uh, he's he floats for a long time. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> later in the like, movie, I think they were going for falling, but just didn't handle it well. Well, I mean, you could see the wires, and that's not the first wires you can see throughout the film. Later, when that floating a uh, book uh, it, like where he holds the book and then he let, lets go they they just have Sean Connery go right up to this book and you could see the wires holding the book up well I think again it's pretty awful magician you know well yeah uh. I mean I guess about the only thing that could explain the shrink wrap is when they try and sh it's actually on the screen now they try and shrink wrap uh Zed later in the movie. Yeah, they don't try to shrink wrap him. They try to beat him to death in like their greenhouse. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. Now, I, yeah. I think perhaps it has something to do with the fact that Arthur was trying to was was working on breeding them together. So maybe that was like part of that. I don't know. Again, maybe. But uh, so we we're already way way off base. Um, We're, this movie's all over the place, so... The head lands in the vortex. The vortex, yes. Right, the head lands in the vortex. Which is this uh, weird-ass utopian kind of... It's a of, hippie commune. Basically, yeah. Right. So, so uh, backstory inserted now to save us fucking time. Uh, there was some kind of, uh, <laughs> I guess, like... It, there's no cataclysmic event, so I'm assuming it's like global warming or something like that. And so these these this rich... The, the, uh, the intelligentsia... So the, the liberal elite, I guess you could say, decided that they needed to um, uh, preserve humanity. Uh, so they blocked themselves off in this uh, vortex using this uh, mime case. 
and in uh, and then harden themselves against the human emotions that they would feel, you know, condemning the rest of the population to die. And so this is basically a hippie commune uh, after hundreds of years. Yeah, and there. Uh, are, I miss, the, am I missing the, anything? No. Well, the only thing you've missed is that they've made themselves immortal, and oh, they've yes, gotten yes. rid of all information on how to uh, kill themselves or to die. So and they erased it to 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 such a point where if they someone tried to go searching for it they couldn't so that they could never die and when you do die what did they say you become rebuilt and come back right right uh, unless uh, you've first, gone renegade which, which friend they, well, has well, done they, they've ma- right they've mastered the aging process too so like for penalization they age you a certain number of years. Which reminds me, I still haven't watched that fucking film in time, which I don't want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I have it. Don't want to watch it. Trailer already told me it sucks. This uh, film reminded me of it. I, yeah, I, well, if we were doing the old format, we probably would walk away with a challenge like this. It oh, would, yeah. I'd probably have to challenge you to end time. Uh, but anyway, the, yeah, the new format has us going year to year until we feel like we've done that year. Now, I have a challenge for Scott. Do we stay in 1974? Yeah, we do. Or do I finally... Well, I don't know. Or do I finally move us to 1975? No, you don't. You don't know that. All right. Uh, <laughs> so once he lands on the, on the commune, he uh, he finds... Ar- How does the savage find a hidden door? I don't even know. John Connery walks into those, like, like the grain mill, and then is like, hmm... This door, this wall, I think it's a hidden secret door. It could this be. guy hasn't even seen a fucking door. And all of a sudden he's finding like secret ones. No, don't, no, don't no. Don't they no, refer no. to him at some point, not as specifically as the chosen one, but something along those lines? Uh, yeah, he is the chosen one. Yeah, yeah. he's the chosen one. He's also a monster. Monster? You've, you've really rotted things up, haven't you, monster? I like you. <laughs> mm. All right. Let's, t- let's talk about friend. Friend? Hey, yeah, so Jude. Oh, wait. No, sorry. <laughs> One of the characters he meets up with is his friend, who's uh, played by the actor. I didn't really see him in anything else that I no. recognized too much. I, I was um, I was almost hoping. I was like, man. John I, Alderton. Yeah. I was like, is this guy in like, Willy Wonka? And I just missed it. But no. He he looks recognizable. But yes, the only he does. Thing I, but really, nothing I could like really put my finger on. Um, that, to say, hey, I recognize him from that. Oh, that's a picture of him old. Yeah. Apparently he aged. I mean, he's people, you know seventy nine years old. They took down the tabernacle. He was allowed to age after that. Um, last so, yeah, last he, thing he made was uh, nine years ago, two thousand ten. So he's probably retired at this point. I think the last notable thing he was in was the Calendar Girls, which I don't recognize him from. So you know, hey. Um, I mean, dude's been yeah, working a long time. Oh yeah, but a uh, friend is he start like the first time you meet him. I immediately hate him. Yeah. And by the end of the film, he's my favorite character. No. Actually, when when they age him and they put like half, like they give him half old age makeup yeah. on half his face, I was like, thank God, because it, his face was actually bothering me before that. <laughs> it's like, it's puffy in all the wrong places. Yeah. It really is. It's like, it's, it's like if Paul McCartney had the mumps or like a severe, <laughs> like, like infection or something, just, ooh. And and but I, I honestly, I can't get over it. This has got to be the only film Sean Connery ever made where he had to lick someone. Yeah, 
He licked him. I, I, my, I think Holly was in the other room. I was like, he just, Sean Connery licked the man. I'll rewind it. I will rewind it. Sean Connery licked the man. Somewhere in the script, it says, Sean Connery licks a man. <laughs> and, and Sean Connery read that, and he still did the film. He still did it. And I think that's why he so vigorously grabs that canatonic woman's breasts. <laughs> just to just to get that out of his like, I just licked a man. I have to grab her breasts very vigorously. <laughs> and I love it when he throws her across the room. He's just like, <laughs> I also love when when friend has him hauling the cart. Oh yeah, because 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 Holly says uh, Holly said, wait a minute, they have horses. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but Sean's there. What do you need a horse for? <laughs> He's got it's under control. It's probably the only film Sean Connery's ever done uh, where he uh, he uh, was a horse. Yeah, they it's were delivering the, the, that uh, green bread. Oh yeah. Oh, I was like, why is it green? Uh, he says, well, it's because of the, the green stuff in those uh, in those plant bubbles. So like, yeah, but still, ew, <laughs> ew, and it comes out of a bread anus. <laughs> they show them making it too. Yeah. Well, it comes out of the breadiness. The breadiness. Giant. Yeah. Well, because because Holly said, "Oh, look, it's a, like a bread vagina." I was like, "That's not a vagina. That's an anus." <laughs> I mean, oh, the a, bread anus. I was wondering. I thought you said breadiness, and I'm like, no, "What's bread anus?" Yeah. Bread anus. Yeah, she called it a bread vagina. It's like, no, it's a bread anus. No, they they hate women of fertility. It's a it's a it's a butt. Yeah, and what, one of us needs to have a conversation with the other later, because that's <laughs> yeah. that can't be a, that can't be a mix up that we're going to deal with. No, um, no, we'll talk about it. Oh yeah, uh, which I, I guess like the new. Tr- but uh, so it's 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 just say that again. Bit. You said for the nutrients. Oh, the nutrients. Okay. Yeah, because you got cut really off because they're not eating any meat. No. So the bread's got everything they need. It's like soil and green, really. Shit, I didn't even think of that. Oh. It's soil and green. Came out the same year. Yeah. Oh. Oh, hold on. Uh, no, no. We'll save that for later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but, but in this hippie commune, basically they run around um, introducing this alternate future. And here's one of the major flaws with the film from from the Borman's writer-director uh, standpoint. Okay. Is that he sets us in a future we don't understand. Right. He gives us a main character we don't understand. Right. Then he puts us in a situation that we don't understand and the main character doesn't understand. So no one understands anything. No. And we have to follow that. I still kind of don't understand. <laughs> exactly. So there's there's a lot of exposition meant to explain what's happening, but it doesn't help us because we don't know what's happening with Sean Connery with Zed and we don't we don't really know Zed. And then later on, they're like, oh, Zed knows more than he's letting on. So well, how are we supposed to fucking know that? <laughs> One of the reasons I didn't like Lucky Number 11 as much as other people did. Um, Zed's dead, baby. Yeah, Zed's, Zed's dead. dead. Zed's dead. Zed is not dead. Well, Zed is dead, actually. Yeah, that's how. Um, but so so the whole film is they're teaching Zardot about this, uh, the vortex and all these weird rules they have. They don't sleep. They don't reproduce. Um They've they've eliminated um, reproduction and sexual drive. Uh, the whole commune was was kind of meant to preserve humanity's um, knowledge, but even though they're like surrounded by, uh, even though like part of that knowledge is like art, they they don't have any artistic um, uh, drives. 
So no. they're really just surviving. They've 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 removed any kind of like frivolous activities, and uh, and they've removed sexual reproduction or and sexual entertainment. Which so by doing so, women immediately, of course, become the the dominant species, and all the men become effeminate and wear weird uh, uh, vests. <laughs> oh, but yeah. And I, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, when when friend comes out with the with the cart and makes Sean Connery start take him around the cart. Right. That red that red macrame vest he had on. Yeah. I told I told Holly I said he he made Sean macrame that for him. <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely a Sean. Uh, you know, that happened. That did. Uh, <laughs> Draw yeah, so, me like um, one of your French girls. Yeah. So so it's it's like they're, they're it's they're really a kind of a feminist idea that once you remove. Uh, reproduction and, and sex that the women rise to power and become predominant and all the men become sissified and uh, ginger apparently a large number of ginger uh men throughout lots, the film lots of, yeah lots lots of, of gingers lots, lots of, of gingers. they all die um <laughs> and and then and eventually you find out that there's an undercurrent the, of um people in this community that want to die because they're immortal and they're tired of being living forever uh, an argument that never fails to bother me and so they've decided that that Sean Connery is or Zed is the person that lead them to um, see. The problem is Sean Connery never plays a character. He plays Sean Connery, so I can't think of him as Zed. He's Sean Connery. He's Sean Connery. Um, yeah. So the whole thing is him trying to defeat the Tabernacle, which is this computer that runs everything. And uh, now the film, in some ways, the film kind of uh, they also out. they also refer to him as Death throughout the well, film. Yeah. Well, the old, the uh, the um, renegades do, yeah, because yeah. he encapsulates death. Well, because he's an executioner. That's so right. So he's an embodiment of death. He's someone that that has been sent to death. But also, I think they're they're along with that. They're also referring to the fact that he's the one that's going to help exactly. them find out how to die as well. Right now, here's something interesting too. This this hippie commune has also removed not only um, sex and art, but also religion from their existence. They don't. There's no religion involved. They just uh, they just go to the second level. No. 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 I mean, they even bring up God and gods, and he says, "Yes, uh, the heroes, gods and goddesses and uh, queens and kings. It's uh, but they're all dead." Right. They they banish them to like the cellar because they don't need religion. But they use the concept of a religion, Zardoz. Um, to control the brutals, right, and and the executioners, so they so they have they they have discarded the need for religion, but at the same time, they are using religion as a manipulative tool. There's a lot of interesting concepts in the film. None of them pan because Borman is really taking himself way too seriously and trying to do way too much with Sean Connery in a red diaper. Yeah, did you say none of them pay off? Uh, none of them pay off, pan out. Yeah, okay. Only because you got cut off. Couldn't, Sorry about that. Couldn't hear that, yeah. what you said. I'm having very minor issues with my computer today. That's so. okay. That's okay. I just want to make oh. sure that we know what you said. And speaking of the red diaper, uh, I, I yeah, it, it, you have to mention the red bandolier too. <laughs> and and um, as Holly so so uh, helpfully pointed out, the first like five minutes of the film, none of the bullets in that bandolier fit that gun. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's for shotgun only, and he's carrying it's, around a pistol. 
So they, well, you know, it's, it's more it's more of a accessory. Is is you know, it's not really utility belt. It's just it's it's there. Do you want them without that? You know, I mean, we do get a lot of them without the bandolier, mind you. But um, you hey, know, just in case you come across, you know, shotgun. Now, now something interesting. Now, seventies film, seventies film, television, anything that involves future technology is always hilarious. Always. But sometimes they always like like uh, actually do predict things such as the prisoner actually kind of predicted cordless phones. Oh, true. Or even yeah. even cell phones. Now, Zardoz I feel kind of predicted the smartphone. Uh, yeah, I guess rings. so. Yeah, the rings, sure. It's be- it's pretty much it's pretty much the Zardoz version of Alexa. <laughs> Cuz and, and uh, the, the, this is why I married my wife because um uh, Zed is hiding behind these flowers and he, he points the, the ring to the flower and says, uh, what is it? He says, flower. He says, what's its purpose? He says, decoration. <laughs> then, he, then, he, then he sees the nude woman, woman riding a horse right? and she stops looking in that direction and then my wife uh, to the right of me just says, what is it? Tits. What's it for? Decoration. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm done for the rest of the film. You you beat me. I can't. I have nothing else to add. <laughs> Decoration. <laughs> Decoration. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was trying to find breast shots uh, without having to screen cap them. Uh-huh. And let me tell you something. It's not easy no. for this film. I mean, I put everything in there. Tits, boobs, boobies, breasts, fun bag. I mean, like, it did it all. And I got hardly anything craziness yeah there's actually there there are there's like doing like a google search there are far more production stills for this film than i ever would have expected yeah there are surprisingly i mean there's There's, one with sean connery in that wedding dress flexing oh is there i missed that one yeah i have it in the slideshow and by what i mean by flexing he's got one hand over the other like this where uh-huh. it's it's like he's holding one arm down and pushing up against it so that his his uh, bicep is actually flexing a little bit, and the caption actually says Sean Connery in a wedding dress, more manly than you. <laughs> um, you're, you're gonna have to send me like your zip file of the slideshow because I feel like you got cut off again. You feel like what? They, I'm gonna need copies of uh, the the slideshow because it feels like you got pictures that I need. I can send you the video of the slideshow. No, or no, do you want the I actual mean, pictures? I, I want the actual pictures for my for my. I have my movies folder with all my movie pictures, and I need some of the ones you're talking about. Okay. So you got it. Yeah, I have some Japanese posters, and I have some artwork that you know, uh, amateur artwork that was done. That's pretty good. <laughs> so I got I got a few of those. Um, some of them are similar to the slideshows you, that, or the screen caps you made, obviously. Similar, mine are but better. Uh, I do, they are better because I'm relying on the internet for mine. But <laughs> I do have some interesting ones. So yeah, I've, I've only I've only seen one picture in like a, in a image search of um, Sean Connery in the wedding dress, and it's almost identical to the one I took. So oh yeah, mine mine is like a meme. The one that I found, I found a couple. You're- Yours sounds like a production still. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they turned it right. into a meme. Right. 
But so, like, again, there's this universal database that they access through the rings. That's a smartphone right there. Yeah, and the one guy, I mean, nothing is, in this in this film, in this story, nothing is done without some sort of a vote, a democracy in its purest form. And mm-hmm. there was a one character uh, where they were uh, saying that he was guilty, and he goes, look at my eyes. I did not do these things. And they go, he's guilty. So, and then they says, we need a vote. And then friend is like, I'm with you, George. And then he was like, total immunity. <laughs> yeah, the vote like this. Vogue. Vogue. Yeah. A lot of voguing in this film. A lot yeah. of voguing. A lot of, um, a lot of act took um, interpretive dance in this film. They give great face. Yes. Uh, and, and also, the, uh, the rings have that um, holographic projector. Yep. Which is almost like sling casting. I mean, come on. Let's be, you know, give the film credit. Oh, sure. Right, the, the green bread? Okay. Didn't call it on that. No. And it predicted a bunch of Rick and Morty episodes. <laughs> All right. Okay. What, 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 besides now the floating severed, the floating head, obviously. Oh, um, yeah. Show, show me, me what, what you got. got. Obviously. That obviously. was like the first thing I saw. But then as we're watching it, uh, when they go into the uh, the the, py- the pyramid mirror, which I, I assumed immediately they were going to meet sleep stacks. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. By the way, my my favorite Sean Connery acting in this is when he steps behind the pyramid, the, the mirror pyramid, and goes like this. <laughs> I tr- I I got one screenshot. I tried some of the best Sean Connery poses. I couldn't get on screenshots because he's moving too much. Yeah. I was yeah. I was looking to get one shot of him with the uh, with the um, Jack in the Box. That's when that you was... have to use the uh, I believe it's the E key where uh, if you're in uh, a VLC media player, oh, if you hit frame the by frame. frame for frame on the E well, key, even frame by frame, he's moving too fast, so it's blurry. Oh no, kidding! When he slides at the end, where he slides into the Tabernacles, I yeah. tried to get a shot of him going ah. And even I, had then, the, I had the same problem with Death Wish Three. When the the main villain is uh, about to get blown up by the missile launcher, that, that's the Brad. dude with the yeah the no hair and he's got the the stripe down the middle where he's got no hair. Uh-huh. Well, he makes this crazy ass weird face, and I did frame for frame for frame, and there's no way because I've done frame for frame. Uh, there's no way to get that. Most of that is clear, but there's a yeah. big portion that's blurry because he's just moving way too fast. Yeah, I, I couldn't get it. I mean, I, I had a high of high standards for my screenshots. So hit, so Sean Connery uh, acting as the horse for the buggy couldn't really get a great shot of it until they, like at the end where he kind of comes to a stop. It, it was hard, you know. I'm sure uh, it was, dude. Dude, I sent you two pictures of friend during the uh, second level scene. Yeah, I took thirty. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I can't, I can't put thirty of these in the slideshow. I gotta narrow it down to like two or three. It took me like fifteen minutes because, like, back to each one. So, oh, which one? That that one scene took. I, I probably spent fifteen minutes just going through that scene over and over again, taking screenshots. Wow. Just, just, just because just his facial expressions during that one scene is like, I, I must paint you. <laughs> I, I need to cap. I, I must capture this. No, <laughs> I will not Actually, go to second level with you. And not only because also the best, the second best part of that that dinner sequence, that luncheon sequence, whatever it is, is w- when they're all doing the second level thing. Um, Sean Connery, like behind them, like walking backwards, like 
the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> and, the the only thing I like about Sean Connery's performance is that like every like I'd say every third or fourth scene, he looks like somebody that like like four hours into a party that they had no idea was going to be the way it was. <laughs> Just like I, I think the I best. Thought, ones, I thought this was going to be different. Is like what the what did I get myself into? I, I think my favorite one, which I really couldn't get a screenshot that kind of showed it, because it's all so subtle when he, the way he moves. Right, but. When he's um, when he's being chased down by the uh, what are the vortex people called the regular ones immortals immortals I guess immortals, immortals. they're called immortals. When the immortals are like ch- hunting him down to kill him and he hides with the uh, a- apathetics the apathetics and and they're kind of wa- lumbering up behind him and he just kind of looks over at them yeah and then like 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 kind of looks back and it's like what the fuck is that. <laughs> <laughs> This movie needs to be remade. It really does. Yeah. And Sean Connery needs to still play this character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, well, now the apathetics, the apathetics, they um apathetics are people who have, who, who have gotten bored with life and they just un- don't until care they anymore. taste Sean Connery's sweat. Until they taste Sean Connery's sweat, but they don't lick him and I wanted them all to lick him. <laughs> I want when she did that I was like, "Oh, next they're going to lick him. Watch next." So, but so like the the one girl takes the sweat, a bead of sweat off his his uh, neck, like touches to her tongue, is like ah, oh, oh, oh. and then cured. she shares her finger with another guy. Yeah. But then she kisses Sean, and then she kisses another uh, another girl. Yep. And then she kisses another girl. Yep. And I'm like, like okay, I know where this movie's going. And then two and then dudes the, kiss. And then the girl kisses the guy. And I'm like, all right, all right, we're still here. And then the guy kisses the guy. So okay, Sean, wrap this up. Come on, <laughs> let's Come move on. it along. All right, this you know this is. I, I didn't sign up for this rodeo. Let's keep moving. <laughs> hey, on your own time. That's all I'm saying. Uh, kind of reminded me of, uh, and I'm and I, I think we were corrected uh, when we did our Jim Cotta episode. We kept referring to the town as like Crazy Town. Yeah, but I don't believe it is Crazy Town. We Obviously, were corrected. It's not uh, we, crazy town. Yeah, I just call it crazy town. Well, it kind of reminded me of crazy town. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see any concrete pommel horse. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, when we did when we reviewed Jim Cotta, we were immediately correct. It's not called Crazy Town. It's called this, and I can't you remember know, what the other I'm thing sorry, is. No, I can only remember Crazy Town. That might be the name of the town. It's called Crazy Town. It's Crazy Village or like uh, Insanity Village or hey, that's probably popul- all wrong too. Crazy Town population, crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need to know. Oh, hey, and it's nice God. that they gave the apathetics their own part of town because yeah. you don't want the apathetics mixing with the uh, and also the um, the uh, renegades who are elderly people who, uh, by the way, um, probably some of the worst uh, extra acting you'll ever see in a film ever. It was um, so bad. Now the ren- I thought the renegade acting, which is basically tell old people they'll put their arms out and like gum and gum their mouths, <laughs> right? I thought that was bad. But then when they had the flashback to when they first sealed themselves off from oh, the brutus, yeah, yeah, and and you've got just like and problem is they close up, they do close ups on them too, and they're like going like this. <laughs> they don't even they don't even understand about the whole force field thing. They're just like yeah, just just go like this. Just, uh, and, uh. And John Borman is considered to be this like great, uh, like uh, iconic director. 
He is. And it's just and he is. He's made some iconic films. He yeah, iconic but film. how does he go from Deliverance to this? He had a vision, and his vision, you know, it sucked. Now, all right, my my favorite my favorite John Borman fact about this film, yeah, is that uh, when they flash back to Sean Connery shooting a farmer dead because he falls, oh, is it's John Borman? Oh, is it really? Yes, and that's not my favorite fact. My favorite fact is that Sean Connery, uh, the uh, we all know from the Voyager guy who killed himself that that a a, um, a blank can still kill you. Uh, yes. Right, but all, even at a distance, you don't point directly at someone. You point like above or below, which you'll see in the films a lot when someone's supposed to be shooting at somebody and they don't. Right. Uh, like in, in the older black and white films, a lot of times it looks, it looks like why is he shooting him in the crotch? Because they, they're not pointing at the person because the the plastic wad, the wadding still comes out of a blank. Right. There's still a projectile, but it's just wadding. He actually shot the wadding into John Borman's head. And it like took several days for it to come out. Oh God! Yeah, he actually injured John Borman. <laughs> and and I I like to think it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the licking scene. Bam! Oh, Miss Manypenny, where that's have you gone? I, that's why I specifically made sure in my slideshow I had a nice, perfect shot of him shooting, and you when, shooting the blank, and in the screenshot I have. You not only see the smoke coming off of the gun, you see the smoke coming off of John Borman's head, because that's where the wadding hit him. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Uh, blanks, can, yeah, they, they'll kill you. The Voyager guy. What was the actor? What was his name? Uh, I don't know. It was the guy from the Voyager TV show. Yeah. I'm I mean, right now. I mean, I mean, a blank also killed Brandon Lee too on the set of The Crow. Well, that, it wasn't the blank. It well, was, it, it got. Was, yeah, it he, got it got stuck did. in the gun. Well, no, no. North Carolina is a is a non-union state, which is why a lot of film lower lower budget film companies will go to the shoot instead of having the union mandated props master and um, gun master, you know, firearms master. They had one guy doing both. So what happened was they had dummy rounds that you put into the the uh, fake guns. So on a close up, it looks like there's bullets in it. They had removed those, but one of them stayed in the gun, and so they put the uh, blanks in the gun. So when he shot the blank, it fired the dummy round as if it was a real round. Got it. Just to clarify it, uh, you know, I. Uh, I can't yeah, find. You know, it. Yeah, I'm looking for it too. Am I spelling it wrong? I think it's just called Voyager. It is the TV show. Here it is, Voyagers. Voyagers. Oh, Voyagers. Um, John Eric Hexum. Is that who it is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's him. Is he dead? Yeah, died 1984. Show, <laughs> the show, uh, uh, show, um, aired 1984. There you go. Oi. Oh wow, Englewood, New Jersey. That's where he's yeah, from. Yeah, he took he took a prop forty four Magnum revolver to his temple and pulled the trigger. Self inflicted <laughs> gunshot, accidental. The bl the wadding from the blank cartridge shattered his skull. Was this? Uh, were they filming a scene? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, so there's probably video of this. It, it says no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't a scene. It was after. It was after a long and draining day shooting. He was on the set and he was just like joking around. Said, "Hey, look at this, bam." And everybody was like, hey, that's funny. All right, you stop playing dead now. Yeah. Yeah. 
and Sean Connery, and then, and Sean, and actually, this film was made before Voyager, so you know Sean Connery didn't even have that to go on. But Sean Connery's a pro. He, I feel like he would know not the point, not the fire blanks attic person. I, I feel like there was a little bit of. I know I'm staying at your house, but still, this is for the licking sheet. Bam. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he he shot himself on the set of the movie Cover Up. Who? This guy. Oh, I thought it was on the set of Voyager. No, it was. I've always uh, completed. I always completed. Oh, well, the it, two. it's the TV show Cover Up. Um, I, I, I thought, thought it was, it was a movie. On, yeah, I know him from Voyager, and uh, he was he was in the show at the time. Or my mistake. I I remembered that wrong. Well, that show ran from eighty four to eighty five. Obviously, they didn't renew that. Right. <laughs> Voyager's eighty two to eighty three. So okay, that I. But whenever it's mentioned. They don't mention him as the cover-up star. They mention him as the Voyager star. So in my head, I completed the two. Got it. So that there you go. Wow, he's only 26. Voyagers, Fuck. by the way. Crazy. Someday I'm going to go back and watch that because I remember liking that as a kid because of time travel. I got a feeling it doesn't hold up. Uh, I got a feeling that it's you're uh, correct. I got a feeling that, that uh, I got. A, I have a feeling Auto Man and Manimal hold up better. <laughs> Manimal. I've got Manable on my on my on my Plex, and and um, uh, Shell Factory. They released Manable on DVD on yes, Blu-ray. I think, yeah, they did. DVD. Yeah, they and remastered I, it. I, then Auto Man. I keep trying to get Holly to watch with me, and every time I try, she's like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, nope. uh-uh, no." It's, like, it's just one episode. No. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Zardoz. 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 I mean, other other notable. I mean, Sean Connery laying spread eagle on a, on a table, holding his head behind his hands. Sean Connery standing yeah, spread eagle while they watch his memories on a screen. And Sean Connery. Uh, Sean Connery standing there while they try to arouse him with pictures of mud wrestling. It just uh, looks constantly like he's ready to be serviced. Mm. Sean Connery has two poses on this. I'm gonna shoot you and blow me. <laughs> Those are his two stances. That's yes, it. Everything yeah. else is like, every. It's like, uh, so, so, what scene is this, uh, John? Is this a blow me scene or I'm gonna shoot you scene? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You decide. Oh, and then there's the third type, is the Shakespearean actor scene in the, in the third act, where suddenly he's smart. Because oh, they, they, because yeah. uh, as as the um, as the immortals are trying to attack him or kill him, um, they hide in the uh, the. Uh, I guess what would you call it? The library? Yeah, conservatory or like something like that. Yeah. Dead gods and the paintings and clocks and shit. And uh, it's, it's all the stuff they wanted to preserve of humanity, and they've right. kind of like discarded it at this point. They've, they've forgotten why they wanted to live forever. That's the thing. I think I feel like the flaw is that if, if they if it hadn't just been a pursuit of trying to save the world and instead of like trying to to advance mankind, they tried to advance mankind solely by intellect. But in doing so, they discarded spirituality, they discarded um, creativity, and they discarded culture. Yeah, they just threw it all in there. Right. So that's and that that's the representation there of the. Uh, the stuff in the basement. They get. They have all this culture. All they have paintings of uh, the Van Gogh paintings and classic sculptures. Like, ah, hey, well, you know, yeah, this is all down here now. We're because no one cares. <laughs> it, it, and it's really, like, there's a here's it's, there's a lot going on in this film, but none of it gels. No, it's all bad. 
It is, yeah, unfortunately, but it's it's still fun. Oh, it's it's, it's so one of those. Fun. It was one of those really hey, fun bad hey, movies. Hey, Sean, Sean Connery wielding a crutch, threatening to beat old people to death. Fucking, I'll take it. Stop it! Stop, Stop it! it. I, sh- I, what, what is that? I smell, uh, I smell desperation on you. Fight for your death. <laughs> I am the last dragon. Wow. <laughs> well, holy shit. What? Uh, it's that's an, uh, yeah, that's that's it's an old, not an old movie, but wow, I never, I, I just forgot. Like a, just like an immortal to bring a knife to a crystal fight. <laughs> I, I completely forgot about that movie, the the dragon one. What was that one called? Dragon Tail or something like that. It's called the Sean Connery Dragon. Dragon Fasco. Heart. It was Dragon, dragon Heart. Heart. Yeah. God, that came out in '96 when CGI was in its infancy. First, like five, six years where they were really that just film, using CGI a lot. I have I have that dream where I become a billionaire. And I pay to have every Sean Connery film remastered so his character's name is Sean Connery. Even that film. <laughs> I am the last Sean Connery. He's not even as a dragon, he's playing Sean Connery. Oh well, yeah. It's complete totally. What was the last thing he did? Let's see. Who Sean Connery? Sean Connery. The last thing he acted in on purpose. Oh, it was something he did. It's probably somebody's wife. <laughs> uh, it was actually the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, that was the last thing. He hasn't I, made a movie in 16 years. And I, I still, to this day, I defend that film. That was not a bad film. I liked it. I, I, I enjoyed it fully, and I think the only reason it got a blacklisted is because it went over budget. Well, and the director was shunned from Hollywood after that, too. Right. Right. Which what's crazy about that is uh, Stephen Summers is pretty much the exact same director, except they just keep giving him money to make movies. Because you know some of them make money. That's all. Yeah. And and maybe that wouldn't happen if they, you know, like when we look at these directors, we look at their past. You see, there's there's a shift where at one point it's like it's like all these directors like say they're first time director of a film. Right. It's because they've been doing like television shows for like 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, and at some point it went from television director to movie director to music video director to movie director, which I believe that that is the case for the um uh for the guy that the for film who? we just mentioned. Oh, Stephen Norrington the, is the yeah. he was shunned, and I'm actually looking at his uh, his credits. He's only directed four films: uh, Death Machine. Then Blade, which is what made him famous, right. a movie called The Last Minute, and then The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and then he was shunned from Hollywood. Uh, but was then he one that they they pulled because of music videos. Ah, uh, I don't know him specifically, but like we hit a point where they stopped pulling from the television director pool and started pulling from the music video pool. He's not one I of feel- those. He's not one okay. of those guys. All right, but it just reminded me of that because there's just like this shift, like in the in the '90s, or even like going into the yeah. 2000s, where television wasn't respected. It's like that's not their pool anymore. Now it's these guys that are making like five minute music videos that are all flashy and shit. It's like, yeah, he could direct an action film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But can, but can he like can he can he can he evolve the narrative? 
Yeah, now he does, well, he doesn't do this on a regular basis, but he was a special effects guy before he started making movies, uh, directing films. Mm-hmm. He was a creature effects designer on Split Second, Alien 3, <laughs> <laughs> Hardware. Rucker Howard died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, was a cre- he was on the creature effects crew in, on Aliens, and he was also the animatronic supervisor on Young Sherlock Holmes. You know what it is? You mentioned Split Second, and I hadn't really sunk in that shot that that Rucker Howard's dead until you mentioned that. Now yeah, me. yeah, he went home to die too. He was uh-huh. living in like uh, Sweden or some shit like that. You know, it's the worst. He died, and like that weekend, I chose I, I signed up for that Xbox uh, Gamer Pass oh. Game Pass. I was like, let me play a game off here, and I picked Observer. It's 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 his voice. Oh shit! Is it really? Yeah, I was like, oh fuck. And it's him old. I'm like, oh. And the thing is, too, uh, he died, and then when everyone found out, he had been dead for five days. Ew. Oh, the, yeah, they didn't, they didn't release it right away. Yeah. The, the, he, he didn't get found for five days. Oh, oh okay. I thought you meant like they, they didn't announce it. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Uh, they didn't announce it. Oh, no, I thought I thought you were saying that I was saying he wasn't found for five days. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. He was at home and comfortable with family and friends. I think he was fighting something. Um, Sorry, I didn't want to confuse you. Do you you know that Zardoz was actually nominated for for film awards? Anything? It was it was nominated for a BAFTA award, which is the uh, the British British Association of Film and Television. It's got to be just because of John Borman. Uh, Cinematography. Okay. I mean, it's 1974. Probably weren't a lot of films with good cinematography that year. And then it was nominated for a Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zardoz was up for Hugo. Uh 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's some Kool-Aid drinking right there. Oh, shit. Uh, Oh, I... Any other so Rick and Morty. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before you get to Rick and Morty, I'm looking at this BAFTA award nomination. Yeah. Something's wrong here. Because it says nominee, BAFTA Film Award. BAFTA Awards of nineteen seventy five. Best cinematography, Jeffrey Unsworth for the murder on the Orient Express. Oh. So Either the Murder on the Orient Express was nominated for a BAFTA, or Zardoz was, and and the, a mistake was made. I, I have a feeling the first one makes more sense. <laughs> so somebody fucked up. Yeah, but Story Ricky. I mean, I mean Rick and Morty. Sorry, Story Ricky. Totally different. Yeah, Both totally people. different. Rick and Morty. So you had the floating head. Show me what you got. Floating head. All right. When they're in the Sleestack Diamond. Yeah. And. There's all these naked bodies hanging all over the the walls. Right. That's 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 where the evil 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 Morty was, where they had all the Mortys covering them. Oh, all the naked Mortys covering the dome. <laughs> yeah, it was. Right. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even realize it. I haven't. Yeah. And I swear there's others, but I can't think of them at the moment. Um. What about that floating cloud thing? A floating cloud thing. In Rick and Morty. The one that was going to poison the Earth. Or the galaxy. Remember? It was, uh, oh, what's, no. his, what's his no, no, face no, no. from, no. uh... You're way off target. Sorry. Never mind. Let's reroute. Let's reroute. Reroute? 
let's reroute. Um, so, so long story short, Zed, Zed. Uh, had figured out in the uh, the Deadlands that Zardoz was actually a play on the Wizard of Oz. Correct. And figured out that God was a lie, uh, which you know, rip that Band-Aid off as soon as you can because. <laughs> And uh, so that's why he stowed, in, stowed away on the Zardoz head to find out the truth behind the lie and to seek revenge. It's funny. That's what Rick says in uh, Rick and Morty. That's about, why I said about it. God. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why, that's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So in that flashback when, when um, Arthur introduces Zed to the wizard, the, to books. Right. The, it occurred to me because uh, um, the the actor it's definitely not Sean Connery but the actor playing Sean Connery in the uh, they wear these Zardoz helmets right where Zardoz's face on the front and the back he was running in the library and I said you know th- those masks really don't allow for peripheral vision you know <laughs> and then I thought about it for a minute and I said well but they have the eyes on the back of their heads so that kind of makes up for it Okay. Yes. No. Maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> no. All right. So and and he, so he so um, after the immortals start chasing him down, which is after several like uh, near near sex uh, attempts. No actual sex in this. No movie. actual sex. No actual one pregnancy, but no actual sex. Um, but he eventually. The the uh, the renegades and immortals that actually want death uh, bestow him with all their knowledge. So all of a sudden he's like the uh, the the um, intelligent savage, and at that point he is able to um, conquer the tabernacle, i.e., uh, hack the master database. Again, <laughs> in some ways the film's ahead of his time. Right. And in doing so. Um, breaks the programming that is keeping them alive, so they're now allowed to grow old and die. But they're too, they're too impatient. So luckily, a bunch of Zardoz's old friends show up and just massacre everybody. Yeah, the exterminators. And I don't know which scene lasts longer: <laughs> the extermination sequence, right, or the or the touch teaching. Of Zed. Oh my God, that's right. <sighs> oh, I, 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 I did not fast forward anything. I sat through this film beginning to end. I might have rewound once or twice, but I did not fast forward. And I was tempted during the touch teaching. And if if I'm watching something called touch teaching and I'm getting bored, there's an issue. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fast forward either. Not that I ever really do. Um, you know, it's only a 95 well, minute movie, so it depends. No, it's not. Sure it is. It's like an hour and 45. Is it really? I thought it was an hour and 35. No, I'm pretty sure it's an hour and 45. Huh. I hope you don't have a different cut than me. Ah, uh, let me look. I didn't think I did. Let me bring mine up. Where's my... My Plex server's not even up. Uh-oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, both of those sequences ran way too long. The, and even the massacre sequence really just feels like like uh, I don't know, it's just like a bunch of hell's angels wandering into a hippie commune and opening fire. It's not. There's nothing really great about it. Oh yeah, no, no. My my copy's hour and forty six minutes. I, that that's the right. That is the time. I was correct. Thank okay. you. Uh, and believe me, there's a lot of parts of this film that drag. 
But La- once you lots. hit those two, yeah. once you hit those two, you're like, holy shit! I thought the film was slow. Now then, <laughs> you 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 thought the second level scene was slow. Wait till you hit touch feeling. No. No. I will not. I will not go to second level with you. I know. I will not be one with you. Oh God. Okay. So you th- yeah, we <laughs> we set our piece. Um. Um, the ending. Oh, the ending. ending. The ending. So, so after everything's said and done, Zardos flees with um, oh, uh, What's her face? with Consuela. Consuela, Consuela. The, the, the one who's hated him all the time. Charlotte uh, Rampling. He sends May off with some people to to start a new community with yeah. uh, with with the um, the the master database. Charlotte Rampling has been nude in more things than I thought. Charlotte Rampling is is a is a very attractive actress that is in a lot of very bad films. Yeah, nominated for one Oscar, really for what? <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh shit, that's right. She was in a movie called Forty Five Years that came out about four years ago. Right. Um, yeah, she was in that. And it's a married couple preparing to celebrate their wedding anniversary receives shattering news that promises to forever change the course of their lives. So I guess they're I, I married will, for 45 years. I will one-up you. I didn't realize until I looked it up. She is the psychiatrist in Dexter. Oh, In the fuck. later seasons. She so fucking is. Yeah. That's nuts. And what's crazy is... You know, like when a woman gets older, you could tell what she used to look like when she was younger. I don't yeah. think she looks anything like she did when she was young. No, that's why it threw me off. I, I, I never would have made the connection. I don't see her as Consuela in Zardov at all. I don't see that. Fa- I just don't. They don't match up. She was also in the remake of DOA. Oh, the one with uh, Dennis Quaid. Which I liked. I love that movie. I did, yes. I remember renting that, coming home, watching it with my father. And my father, who has zero patience, shit needs to happen immediately. Or else he's just like, this is boring. That's just the way my father is. Not the film for him? No, no, no. no. Things started getting... Like, when, when Dennis Quaid's character got poisoned Yeah. in that film, my father was glued to his seat. Loved it from that point on. Just didn't want to wait for it yeah. to, to happen. If my father had his way, he would have been poisoned from the the, the the beginning credits. Yeah, get out with the poisoning already. Yeah. My father wants it now. <laughs> Make it snappy. That's the way That's the way he is. Oh. My father doesn't like very good movies. But but the ending is Erdos. Yeah. Um, so after everything's said and done, he runs off of Consuela... And they they live in the he- in the uh, Zardoz head. It looks like for the rest of their lives. And there's the sequence at the end where they just show them sitting side by side, and they do like a time 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 uh, lapse time lapse, showing them actually to the point where there's skeletons holding hands. And then pr- pretty much just right almost now, dust. Now now did you notice the gun in the background? No. His his gun that he carries all through the film. Yeah. Is like like suspended on the rock above him, right? And my my and Holly was like, "So what? He stuck the rock on the he stuck the gun on a rock. What's that about?" And I was like, "No, no, no! Don't you get it? He hung up his gun. He's not. Uh, he's he's not an exterminator saying. anymore. 
right. That's the old Western thing. He hung his gun up. So they took that from the Western aspect. Holstered his weapon. Now, the best thing about that whole sequence where they age like five or six times and then become skeletons. Yeah. They apparently had to film that three times. Why? Because the first time the film got damaged. Oh. Then they came back and filmed it a second time. And then one of the interns exposed the film. Oh, my God. Yeah. And apparently it took quite a few, quite a bit of time to put that old age makeup on those guys since yeah. it was like five different time periods. And they were quite annoyed by the third time. <laughs> Sean Connor's like, I am not getting paid enough money for this shit. Right. Now, the, the weird thing is finally at the end, they, they close it. They close up on the, um, the gun and the handprints on the wall. Oh, right, yeah. Right. Now, those handprints are reminiscent of, like, uh, ancient caveman handprints on cave... I forget the actual locations, but it's, like, a documented historical thing. So what what uh, Borman is impl- implying there is that this might not only have been the future, but also a galaxy a long, long time ago. <laughs> those... You know, it's kind of he he pulls like the reverse of Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I mean, and judging by how pretentious uh, John Borman's film Zardoz is in many yeah. many aspects and parts of the film, I don't fucking doubt it. And that kind of makes Zed and Consuela Adam and Eve. Well, they did have a child, so they made sure to show that as well. Right. So now they're not the only survivors, though, because uh, what, the, what we don't find out about is you know what what. What what did the uh, other ex- exterminators do when when they couldn't find Zed? Say, like, well, we killed all the immortals, and uh, anybody want some green bread? <laughs> I mean, what else is there to do? Yeah, let's may as well this, eat this film. Shit. This film is fucking worth watching. It is worth sitting through. It is fucking hilarious. There's this is a if there was a bad movie night movie. Like, if we were gathering people over to one of our houses to watch a film indoors or outdoors, this this, be it. this is the movie. Oh, oh. Th- this is a movie that I would have gladly showed outdoors with, it, with film, a ton of people. Critics hated this film, and I'll tell you, they were right. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. That's correct, I, too. I honestly, I can see myself watching this again. That's how much I enjoyed this film. The only thing is if we're showing it outside, the the, the nudity, especially the soapy booby scene, might, oh, shit. might be a little difficult to show outdoors. Dude, by, by the way, IMDb has like a bunch of screenshots. One of their screenshots is almost exactly my screenshot. Oh, really? Of him spread eagle with Sean Connery's face on like a screen. <laughs> Somebody saw that. And thought the same thing I did. That's perfect. Oh wow! There it is. <laughs> I took that exact fucking screenshot for this show for our slideshow. No soapy boobies here either. No soapy. Yeah, I, you know, I, I apologize. I, I couldn't. I thought about it. And I was like, I know. I even said to myself, Joey will expect this. And I, I was like, ah. I was expecting it. I don't know how you hey, pass up on a soapy booby scene. I gave you both a flaccid and erect penis. Like I fucking care about that. That's not that's not what I want to show. And <laughs> I was is. and I wanted to create the slideshow before I got home today. Because I was gonna come home and I was and I can't obviously do a soapy booby uh, screen cap while I'm at work. No, you don't want to. So do that. I was like, shit. So do I make the slideshow now, 
or do I go home and throw it in there and make a screen cap myself? And I opted to just make the slideshow. Oh, oh! By the way, I have to I have to mention briefly one thing we didn't mention. Arthur, the guy we talked about repeatedly, the bad magician. Yeah. Uh, Niall Bugs Bug Buggy. Okay. What other film was he in? Which which guy was this? N N uh, Arthur, the magician. Oh. The floating at the beginning. Niall Buggy. Niall Buggy. That's the actor's name. He's he's one of the convicts in Alien Three. Is he really? He's one of the main ones. <laughs> I gotta go watch that again now. Look for he's him. He's one of the bald ones. No, I'm kidding. No, he's actually in it. He is. He's one of the main ones. Oh, he's like geez. one of the ones that like. In the, he's one of the ones that make it to the third act. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. Eric is the character's name. That means nothing to you if you've seen the film because no one remembers any fucking names from that movie. Nope. But he's like the heavy set bald one with an attitude. The fact that David Fincher went on to have a successful career is amazing. And that wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying That's it's like, you know, the, the studios, they, they got a hold of the movie he made and they just, they really just chopped it up and. The fact that he was able to go on and have a successful career when they were pretty much sabotaging his movie is amazing. I still haven't forgiven him for Escape Room. I'm sorry. Not Escape Panic Room. Panic Room. Same thing. Um, so what's your challenge to me? But Oh, no, we have to rate this. Got to rate it. Um, I, I didn't hate Panic Room. I'm not going to hold I, that against him. I didn't him. hate it, but I didn't like the ending. I thought it was uh, uh, improper. There's plenty of movies where I don't like the ending. Like maybe uh, um, law-abiding citizen. Law-abiding. Damn it! I was gonna say that too. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I not supposed to be rooting for Gerard Butler? Because I sure as fuck don't know or didn't realize it. Does that mean that you're not gonna see um, uh, Angel is Down? Yeah, I haven't seen any of those. <laughs> I have them. I I the just I've never seen any of those. I thought I was at the at the moment of my incredul incredulity when I was like, "Really, London is down? They made a sequel?" And then it's uh, what <laughs> was the first one? Some um, was it London has uh, fallen? Was no, that the first London, one? Not London. Um, London has fallen was the second film, the sequel. It's down. Is down? Is it? Is no, down? No, I think it's fallen. Is it has fallen? I believe so. I forget the first one. Is it's like the code name for the president? All right. I'm gonna find out because now but then I have I was like, to. So I, I remember being just Olympus has fallen. Olympus, yeah, right. and I remember like London has fallen. I was like, really? That that they made a sequel to that? Olympus has fallen. London has and, fallen. Right. Angel has and fallen. And then a month ago, I'm like going through. I like you know, it's the weekend. I'm going through trailers on IMDb. It's like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> this, this is a this is a trilogy now. What the what? Gerard Butler has evidence on somebody about something. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, either the Epstein tapes go out or we make a third uh, they've, uh, follow they've, film. They've given him three of these. And they're, the also, they're also making a Den of Thieves 2. Den of Thieves? Is that that January release film? Yeah, they're making a second one because the first oh. one did well. It made money. In January? Yeah. So you I'm know not. the second one's going to come out in January uh, on purpose. I'm already done. Oh, by the way, that Zardoz, uh, like like um, Funko Pop, I saw. Yeah. It was a computer rendering of one. They don't actually have it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Christmas is ruined. <laughs> Den of Thieves, um, January nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. 
Another they're releasing in January again. At least at least they recognize why. Here's the crazy thing about Den of Thieves. Comes out in January, which is always the kiss of death or the fact that studios just have zero faith in their movie. Made uh, I'd have to look up what it made, but it made money. Seventy one thousand votes, seven point on IMDb. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy for a January release. I don't even know if I have it on my Plex. I have it. You can watch it off mine if you want. I, I don't know if I want to. If I if I wanted to, I, I would I would have it on mine. Now I gotta look at Rotten Tomatoes. I gotta see if it matches up. A lot of times it does. I just up downloaded the last server. Why is it asking me to download another one? Hold on. Den of I do have it. I probably and I, I probably grabbed it for the exact reason is that I was in the theater and they showed the trailer and then it said January and I was like I was like <laughs> Den of Thieves critics forty one percent audience sixty two percent so it's got a fresh rating on People Rotten Tomatoes all right but speaking of ratings Zardoz Zardoz right now it's at five point nine five point nine <laughs> um. All right. Yes, it's bad. It's bad. Yes, yes. Like the we're not giving this a six. Oh, come on. We're dude five. It predicts smartphones. <sighs> Sean Connery spends the entire film in a fucking red loincloth, saggy speedo. Come on, this is nothing. This is this is an average film. Five is appropriate. I will not. Oh, for that alone, it shouldn't have a no, six. No, I will not go to spy. <laughs> I will not become one with you. I will not go to... I, I, I will stay at six. No. <laughs> uh, give me a good reason why it should be six. I just did. It's not. Right. It's not enough. All right. You know why? Because this film is still known. All right. Here's why. Because my boss, I actually put up. Um, we have a. We have the. Uh, uh, years ago, at like at a, a thrift store, I found one of those pictures of uh, picture frames, like a wooden plaque. Yeah. And it has a place to put the photo. And it says, "Thank you for your patronage." Right. And I bought it, saying, "One day this will come in handy." And when I moved down to Texas, we had our new office space. I actually got the um, the person putting it together to hang it for me. Okay. And, and so I put I put like wacky photos in it every week. And I <laughs> this week I put Sean Connery from Zardoz pointing the the ring the Christ- at him so he has oh. a third eye on his head. Right. And and my boss comes up at the end of the day. He's looking at it, going, "Is that Sean Connery?" So, yeah. He's like, "Is that from that film where he's wearing like the red red thing?" Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> there. All right, you got your fucking six. Thank you. That's that's my argument. Son of a bitch. <laughs> the the just the fact that this film is still recognized uh, by people. You can thank it, the internet for that. It well, yeah, but even before that, it was still be it was should be still being shown at midnight viewings at colleges and stuff. Yeah, but like even the kid that I work with who's 29 years old 
doesn't know shit about movies for the most part. And I said, oh, I'm reviewing that film Zardoz with Sean Connery. He goes, he goes, oh, that's one of my favorite screenshots of him in like the red uh, diaper See? thing. It's like he even knew it. But he knows it because of the internet and only but the still, internet. But still, five is average. This film, just based on its existence, has transcended average. All right. Hey, I'm not arguing a seven. I think six yeah, is more than. Dude, we would go to blows for a seven. And, and honest, come on, what other filmmaker would have the balls to do half? Even in the seventies, would have the balls to do half of this shit. He starts a film with a stone head that screams, "The penis is evil. Guns are good." That is true. That's a bold begin. It, and just remember, he didn't start it with the floating Arthur head being funny. He went right out of the gate with. Penis is bad, evil. Guns are good. Sean Connery shoots you in the face. That's his opening. Yeah. That's a six. <laughs> That's a six. Sorry. All right, I go said. ahead. Give it a six. I did. I already did. Yeah. All right. So now we're, we're we're to the part of the show where it's challenge time. Yes, yes, yes. So the new format has us start in 1973, the year of Scott's birth. And we uh, have chosen films within that year. Now... In order the way uh, the way the new format works is when one person feels that we need to stay in that year, they will challenge a film, another film from that year. Whoever if, is whoever's turn it is the challenge. Right. So, for instance, this is my turn to challenge, and right. if I decide to stay in 1974, I will challenge Scott a film from that year. If I feel that we're exhausted with 1974, we will move to 1975, and I will challenge a film from that year to Scott. Long to say. Yes. Is is that if you challenge me, if you decide to move us to 1975, yeah. you're a fool. Wow. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But, but wow. No, sir, please continue. I'm a fool. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. I did look at 1975. That's a pretty fucking weak year. Uh, we are going to move into 1976 pretty fast when, once we hit 1975. I, 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 I really I really feel that. Oh, by the way, just for the record, um, take a guess how many films in my Plex account I have from 1974. I counted them last night. You did, huh? Yeah. Just just looking at 74, um, doing challenges and whatnot, I'd say probably around 20. 50. Wow. No kidding. So you probably have the film I'm going to challenge you to then. Because guess what? We're still in 1974. I know that. (laughs) why I said you'd be a fool otherwise. I don't know if you know if you're going to expect this one, though. This one's a this one also futuristic setting. Very campy. Futuristic campy. Okay. Very campy. Uh, I'll give you another hint. Yes, please. Based on serials. From, from yesterday, Wonder Woman. Uh, no, nah, because there is a Wonder Woman in '74. Oh, is there? Yes. But you're is. on the right track. What? You're on the right track. Okay. Oh no. It's not a female lead. It's a male lead. Oh no, it's not Doc Savage, is it? It is not Doc Savage. Still it's a different year. St- still, uh, I think Savage was '75. Yeah, it's a different year. Um, Don't worry, we'll get the Doc Savage when we get mm. to '75. Um, any more? Any, any other hints? Uh, takes place on another planet. 
Oh, you're not doing Flesh Gordon, are you? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. You're doing Flesh Gordon. Flesh Gordon. I haven't seen that since I was too young to see that. Uh, me neither. Uh, theatch, I, the, theatch, definitely not on my Plex. I have right. it. You have it? I do have it. You have the uncut version? I do. What? I do. Oh, God. Um, as a matter of fact, I wanted to make sure that we could rate the, or review this, so I went and took a look for it, and it's not in any of the usual spots, but I do have oh, okay. it. I will send you... I will Google Drive it to you. Yeah, you, you need to. Or you can just watch it off of my Plex. It's up to you. Oh, yeah. By the by the way, my 19-year-old daughter, um, my 25-year-old daughter asked me to send her Popeye uh, because she was doing a, 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 a paper on it for her college course. Okay. Because my daughters are awesome. And I and my 19-year-old daughter heard that I said, I told her, so yeah, just tell her I'll Google Drive it to her. And she's like, using Google Drive, old man? <laughs> uh, okay. This is the abuse I need, right? Well, what? Okay, so what? What else should we use? I. There's I, plenty I of free cloud software out there. You know what? I don't want to know. No, because no, Google, no, no. Google is my god. I think I, I think it's an unfair. I think it's a it's 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 an unfair uh, definition of old man. I agree. Thank you. Because. Okay, okay, we won't use Google Drive, but we'll use some sort of other cloud service. Like, what's the oh, difference? We're going to use way, Apple speaking of, Cloud. Speaking of old man, yeah. at my office today, surrounded by people slightly younger than me, slightly. Slightly. I, Hey, have you seen mall rats? No, no. Four, three of them, right? Oh, wow. No one's seen mall rats. Right. The um, movie's 25 years old. Right. It's not that old. Yeah, it's a mall rats, and then and uh, someone asks when was it made, and then the coworker who has the exact opposite opinion of every film I do, she says out of nowhere, "Yeah, what is it, seventies? Oh, jeez. It's like mall rats. No, it's late nineties. Ninety five. Right. It's twenty four years like, old, going into its twenty fifth anniversary. I was like Kevin Smith, and like no one, no one bats an eye. I have no idea what it is. It's like, Jane, Silent Bob, one of the three. Oh, yeah, that. Come on, really? I've let it go. I I've, can't. I can't. No, I've, I've let it go because... It too much. No, no, no. The reason I've let it go is because when you and I... Uh, when you have as many movies as we have, it's uh -huh. just... it's ju Even the popular ones, it's just a fact that we've seen more and we know more. Yeah. And the one guy, the one young guy says, hey, Scott, not all of us have seen every film ever made. And I was like, hey, I just saw Zardoz for the first time this week. Don't pull that on me. <laughs> exactly. I, good for I you. Still have, I still have room for growth. Not a good growth, but. Well, hey. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, that should probably be the end of the show. An hour uh, and a half? Uh, yeah, we're pushing. Let's see. Where are we? Oh, yeah, we're at 91 minutes. We should wrap it up, sir. We should wrap it up. Oh, bother. All right, everybody. As always, thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Movie Sucktastic. Movie Sucktastic. Episode 306. Ouch. Yeah, tell me about it. There's another show that 
that came out a year before we did. They just had their 600th episode. Really? Yeah, they've been only doing it one more year than us. Uh-huh. <laughs> that that just means that, you know, we take time off. Oh, so so what you're saying is they don't have real jobs? I don't want to say that. <laughs> uh, we tried to be friends with that show, but they didn't want to have it. So. I, I knew who you were talking about too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I thought it would it would have been fine. You know, to have. Yeah. Hey, listen. Any cross promotion and actually making friends outside of our standard comfort zone. I'm all. I'm pr- no, I get you. It's <laughs> anyway. Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Listen to the show there. Uh, download the show there and tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock and hang out with us while we review a film you're more than welcome Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic you can uh, see what we post from trailers to when we go live you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com you can go to our YouTube page and that's where we do all of our uh, shows, you can watch it live there too I always forget to mention the YouTube page you, can, you know, we're just finally getting back on a regular schedule, yeah. so you know we'll start. We'll start mentioning it ahead now. You can. Uh, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, uh, you can go to our iTunes uh, page and you can download or listen to the show there as well. You can leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is 908-514-4470. If you want, and again, I forgot about Gino's voicemail. Ah! <laughs> not uh, sir. It's not intentional. I just keep forgetting. You know when you go into Skype, it usually tells you, hey, you have a voicemail. It hasn't done that, so it might not actually be there. Uh, but I, I will check this week, and I will play it next week. Uh, anyway, also, you can, uh, you can download the Android app for your phone or Android device. And everything I said is in there. It's 100% free. Absolutely worth getting. And that about does it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? No! (laughs) Wow. I will not go to second level with you. I will not! (laughs) Alright, everybody. We will... Oh, wow. We will talk to you... Yeah. We will talk to you <laughs> next week when we review Flesh Gordon from 1974. Oh. Will Scott keep us in 1974 or will he move us to 1975? Find out. Tune in next week. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. All right, everybody. Bye bye.